The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning as we continue to study through God's Word. And I'm glad you're with us and glad you've taken time out of your day, whatever time of the day you're watching this or listening to this, uh, to be in God's Word and to learn and to grow. We hope this can be encouragement. And over the next 10 minutes, we really hope to be a help and just give some great thoughts here. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. We just got done talking about strongholds and, and biblical thinking and how that just can change so much of us and can be captivating if we're not careful. I do encourage you, if you've not watched those, go back and watch them on my Facebook right now and, and Instagram. We are beginning the process this week. We're hoping uh, by the end of this week to have this week of set of videos up on the Grace Baptist Church's YouTube channel. We think that YouTube is an easier, great way to get these things out. And uh, so we're going to add that to it. Hopefully tomorrow we'll start doing that, posting Mondays and todays and things of that nature and get it all up there. And so that's our goal is to add the church's YouTube channel to this, and we'll give you links to it all if that gets taken care of here in the next couple of days. Um, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to jump onto a unique question, and this question comes down to what we call biblical authority. Uh, what is right? What is not right? Uh, who has authority? What does it mean in authority? Now, in this context we're looking at, it's really the question, uh, and we understand this because the total context here does not rotate over to today's culture, predominantly because this is Apostle Paul arguing the, the um, authority of him as an apostle. Uh, there are no apostles today. I know some people call it that, but I do not believe biblically there are apostles. Apostle, a biblical apostle is somebody who would have had to have seen Jesus face to face. That's one of the many requirements and called by God, but one of the primary that you can have today is that they've seen Jesus face to face. They had been a contemporary of Jesus and other. They, you know, some people say I had a vision of Jesus. No, they must have lived at the same time Jesus did. For those two reasons and some others, we, I do not believe that the apostleship that we saw of Paul and Peter and Pete, men like that, is alive today. So that's really the reference here is that authority. So what we're going to make the application to what is biblical authority today? Uh, what does it mean for me? Uh, what does it mean for you? What does it mean in our lives daily and how much authority? does the spiritual leader have? So let's look at verse 7, 2 Corinthians 10, 7. It says, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? If anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ, let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. And so Paul is referencing here in these first two verses, referencing if you look like an apostle, you put up a good front, you say you are Christ, you're Christ's apostles, you're this teacher. Hey, you claim you are, but we are too. Um, so and what was happening is the false teachers, the false apostles were coming in, claiming to be the right teachers, claiming Paul was wrong, and they'd just been fighting like crazy to prove that Paul was illegitimate, he was not who he claimed to be, because they were trying to twist. A lot of it was this connection uh, to want to keep Judaism in and all of these different things, and some of it was just the desire in this new young church to have power and have authority, and it, it's a dangerous thing, but it's unfortunately still somewhat today, too many times in a practical sense today, too many men, I would say, or at least spiritual leaders, depending what term you want to give to it, 
really believe that the movement, the church, is all about them. And boy, may we, as spiritual leaders, look to what John the Baptist said in Jesus. He must increase, we must decrease. My job is simply to point people to Jesus. My job, and there's training behind it, there's, you know, there's anointing, there's ordination, there's all these things that come with it. But the ultimate goal is to point people to Jesus for the gospel, to point them to Jesus for instruction and counseling and helping and encouraging, and help them to find, help them to find God and Jesus in their life through the Bible. That's my, there's more to it than that, but that's the primary. It is not about me. It's not about it being my way or my movement. It should never be about a man or any kind of human leader. So he says, listen, they're building themselves up of looking good. And Paul says, we're the same thing. Verse eight, for even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification and not for your destruction, I shall not be ashamed. So these men were bragging on this authority. They were saying as apostles, self-named apostles, please understand that, that they believe, boy, they were important. They had authority. And please understand the apostles were helping establish this church. They were writing the Bible through the inspiration of God, not their own thinking, but God's inspiration. They were establishing the ordinances and the leadership of the church. They were placing the direction of the church. So there was a very specific authority given to Paul, given to Peter, given to these men as the founders and the leaders of this church. So one, these, this is not the same leadership given to these other false teachers. They weren't given that by God. So Paul says, I could brag if I really want to get into this power trip, I could brag that we have even more authority because we got our authority straight from Jesus. So he's, he's bragging in that, but he says, here's the key he made. He goes, but what we're trying to do is we use that authority to lift up, to edify the church, not to tear it down. And it's one thing I've learned in false teachers is they like to tell you why everyone else is wrong, and they're right. They like to tell you, they like to really work to get you to doubt what you've been taught. Because if they can get you to doubt what you've been taught, well, then easily you turn around and start listening to them. It's very destructive. They destroy the foundation so that they can give you one that is theirs. It's wrong, it's false, but it's theirs. So what I want us to understand is that a good godly man that is a leader is going to lift you up, is going to encourage you, is going to help you and edify you. They're not going to try and tear you down. And while the Bible has things that kind of convict us, and rightfully so, ultimately it's an edification to get right and to grow close to God in reconciliation and things of that nature. So Paul was trying to make that distinction in this passage. Then he says in verse 9, lest I seem to terrify you by letters, for his letters they say are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. You can go back to chapter uh, 1 Corinthians 1. Paul was very straightforward, very, shall we say, confrontational to the church. And so the accusation was that Paul was strong in his writing, but when he would come to church, he was kind of weak. He, in his person, he wasn't as strong. And Paul's like, well, that will change. He says in verse 11, let such a person consider this, that what we are in word by letters when we are absent, so will we be also indeed when we are present. Paul says, listen, when I'm able to see you, I will be just as strong because the truth that's being written is God's truth. It's what we all need to learn and it's something we need to follow. And this is an important aspect of learning that one, let's take a, let's finish this with this question then. What about the biblical role of leadership today? You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrew, obey those that have the rule over you because they watch for your souls. And he is referencing spiritual leaders there. That's not reference to governmental leadership. It's referencing to pastoral. But please understand 
we, some people can twist that to mean the opposite of what it really meant. There are some, I've known some pastors, or I shouldn't say that, I've not known them personally. I've heard of pastors who go as far to say you can't make any financial decisions or anything without the approval of the pastor. And while I believe it's wise to seek out the pastor and seek out leadership in the church when it comes to the aspect of getting wisdom, because Lord willing, they have gained wisdom, they're there in their position for a reason, they've got training, things of that nature. We, you, we, aren't, we aren't that authority. We're not the authority where you have to wait for us, you know. Hopefully we're training you in the ministry, in the preaching and teaching of the Word of God to be able to have wisdom. But our goal, the Bible says, to equip the saint, not to lord over the saints. And so that's a thing to remember. Um, so how do you follow? You, there's no obedience to a man, all right? So here's what I say. On Sunday morning, when a pastor gets up and he preaches and he has spent time in study, he has spent time in prayer, he has spent time with the throne room of God, and in some occasions even seeking out advice from other leaders, he has spent much time preparing his heart, his mind, his soul, and his teaching before he gets up on Sunday to teach and to preach. So what is brought forth, that point he becomes the messenger of God. What he's saying should be only, only biblical position, and what God has laid upon his heart, it should not be personal opinion. In that case, we take what's been said as long as it aligns with Scripture and we obey that. Not because of who's saying it, because of what's being said, the teaching of the Word of God. And that's what we encourage you to follow. Now there is an understanding that God has placed spiritual leaders to guide, to encourage, to mentor, and we want to have them in our lives. Everybody would be wise to have people like that in their lives. Uh, but there's a big difference. They're not like government authority where you have to do that. Paul was different in his authority because he was ordained by God for this purpose of, of establishing the church. And, a, and the, an apostolic authority is, very, is no longer in existence today. It's very different. We could spend a lot of time talking about that. We won't, we won't just do the time, and, and that's really not we want to go with this. But just a thought that in that same case, please continue to pray for the leaders. There, there, are, there is such thing as a spiritual leader. I lead by example. I lead by teaching. And we should surround ourselves with godly men and even women in, in many aspects of that, that we can learn from them and we can be encouraged by them. And uh, they can teach others as the Bible teaches them. Teach others also. Teach them to grow in Christ. Thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday morning, giving me a chance to be part of your day. Greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and hope you continue with us as we join again tomorrow morning. God bless. <music>